Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Mickey and we're glad you're all here. We have a few things to remember uh, before we get started. This is not an AA meeting. It is one member share, it's Paul's share on the uh, exact nature of the wrong as described on page 64 of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and the solution that we find in the 12 steps. Uh, this meeting is being recorded and um, remember that it's not a discussion meeting as uh, so many AA meetings are. It's, it, <laughs> is, it is a, a question and answer or a comment on, um, on Paul's take. Um, before we get started, I'd like to remind you that uh, there is a, our website zenbitchslap.com uh, where we can find all the details for the events, uh, Paul's books, his story under arrest, uh, t-shirts, all kinds of, of stuff is available. Uh, so to get things going here, I have a reading from the big book and it begins on page 60. Those magical 60 pages. Those were good years too. <laughs> um, let's start at the first requirement is that we be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we are almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most, try, most people try to live by self-propulsion. Each person is like an actor who wants to run the whole show, is forever trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in his own way. If his arrangements would only stay put, if only people would do as he wished, the show would be great. Everybody, including himself, would be pleased. Life would be wonderful. In trying to make these arrangements, our actor may sometimes be quite virtuous. He may be kind, considerate, patient, generous, even modest, self-sacrificing. On the other hand, he may be mean, egotistical, selfish, dishonest, but as with most humans, he is more likely to have varied traits. What usually happens? The show doesn't come off very well. He begins to think life doesn't treat him right. He decides to exert himself more he becomes on the next occasion still more demanding or gracious as the case may be. Still, the play does not suit him. Admitting he may be somewhat at fault, <laughs> he is quite, he is sure that other people are more to blame. He becomes angry, indignant, self pitying. What is his basic trouble? Is he not really a self-seeker even when trying to be kind? 
Is he not a victim of the delusions that he can wrest satisfaction and happiness out of this, out of this world if uh, he only manages well? Is it not evident to all the rest of the players that these are the things he wants? And do not his actions make each of them wish to retaliate, snatching all they can get out of the show? Is he not, even in his best moments, a producer of confusion rather than harmony? Our actor is self-centered. Egocentric, as, as people like to call it nowadays. And that's as far as I'll go. How about that, Paul? Thanks, Mickey. Yes. Uh, the first requirement is being convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. And then they just describe a life run on self-will. It could be a life run on self-will being generous and kind, or it's a life run on self-will being vicious and resentful. Yeah. So the first requirement is to be convinced any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. And then they just go off for a page or two saying, describing what it's like uh, observing a life run on self-will. So you can look like you're kind or like you're angry and it can still be the same will being expressed. So if you see that first sentence, any life run on self-will and maybe entertain that self is something foreign to you, then the possibility of being free from a life run on self-will will not be based on how self-changes or not. You'll see it as foreign to you, and the possibility of being free from self-will will become available. If you keep calling it you, you're going to try to change self-will with self-will. Yeah. This is the dilemma. It says quit playing God is the first requirement. you got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. Uh, all right, so let's say, doesn't it, the head sound like it's playing God most of the time? Like if you woke up this morning and it told you the day was going to suck, isn't that playing God? Isn't it playing the role of a forecaster, a predictor, a fortune teller of how you're going to be later on or you, how you were? Isn't that playing God? Yeah. And what happens if that which is playing God tries to stop playing God. Isn't that playing God? If that which is playing God tries to stop playing God, that's playing God. Try to get out of it. You can't. Yeah. So that goes on ad infinitum. And so the my what we're sharing here I feel the exact nature of the wrong is we're identified as something we call self in AA, and what we are is identified with self. We are not self. So any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success. Get it. Yeah. And in a way, it's great news because you're not self. Yeah. So you can live a life based on another will. We call it God's will or the higher power's will. It makes it very clear recovery. It's a binary uh, presentation. It's either this or that. Yeah, It's either trusting the finite self or trusting the infinite. It's not like you're going to trust the infinite in your trusting finite self. That's not going to work. It's one or the other, basically. Like Jesus supposedly said, you can't serve two masters at the same time. Or in the old Native American Indian, you got two wolves inside. Whichever wolf you feed is going to be the stronger wolf, obviously. Yeah. Now, what is that ambiguous thing of you that's feeding the wolves? That you that can follow God's will or self's will? 
Who knows? Hopefully you'll find out what you are. Yeah, but you can know what you're not. You can know it. You can know you're not self. And I'll tell you, if you're a real addict and a real alcoholic, I mean a real one, it, it's, it was obvious to you while you were out there that something was doing through you what you would never do by yourself. You were. I mean, I didn't, to, to believe I chose to crawl around a rug looking for cocaine is unbelievable. There's no fucking way I would ever think of as I started the night, oh yeah, I can't wait till we get on all fours and start looking for some vague piece of lint and take it to be cocaine to the point of even actually shooting it up. Yeah, you're gonna tell me I did that? Give me a fucking break. Something used me, something drove me, something compelled me. What is that something? We call it vaguely self in AA. And any life run by that which brought us to our knees is going to bring us to our knees again. It's just that simple. Yeah. Now, if you can see it, if you keep calling it you, if you keep calling its manifestations of yours, that are yours, you're in the act of being identified as what has defeated you. That's the diagnosis at this platform. Yeah. If you're calling resentments yours and fears yours, and all the shit that you run over people to get what you want as only you doing it, that is being in the act of being identified as self. If you take self's manifestations as yours, you are in the state of being identified as self. And therefore, self-will is what's running your life. Yeah. And that's why they keep describing what a life looks like run by self-will. Yeah. Because by seeing it, maybe there'll be a possibility it will be it will stop being run by self-will, and a lot of the the you know the expressions or the descriptions of the solution in AA is a loss of interest in self. It's being free from self-will, and then all these things start happening. I learn I can face life successfully. I feel a conscious presence. New power flows in. This isn't for this isn't through or by or for self. It's from it. Yeah. You lose interest in it and then things start to happen. You trying to make things happen is interest in self. It's just the way it goes. So check it out. Believe it or not, if you have, just try, a, you know, do a five minute segment, do an inventory of and use the word resentment instead of your resentment. Yeah, just see. I'm telling you, the only way a resentment can live for a long period of time is under the idea of it's yours. You're feeding it. You're giving it life. <laughs> it doesn't. Resentments come and go. They're like they're like a view, sometimes associated with anger and sometimes not. But they're a view that comes up and usually will go. What gives it life and puts it into an orbit around us is my resentment. My resentment can ruin my fucking day. A resentment can't. Yeah. I'll forget a resentment two exits on the freeway. But when it's my resentment, I'll probably follow the fucking guy, try to confront him for cutting me off and then ending up going to jail that day. Yeah. So. Read page 64, if you like, being convinced self, self, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Here we are as the us, and we're talking about something other than us called self, yeah? So self is the culprit, yeah? We're trying to talk to the audience of us. We're not trying to talk to the audience of self. Yeah, we're trying to talk to that which is us, yeah, about self. Being convinced, talking to us, that self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us. Yeah, being convinced of that, believing with certainty. We will now look at its, meaning self's, common manifestations in our life. Self's manifestations, not your and I, not us manifestations, self manifestations. All right, it leaps. 
takes like a second to get to the next paragraph. Resentment is the number one offender. Yeah. Why do we keep calling them ours? Why do we talk to others as my resentments and then we share our fears, my fear, their fear, you know, my harm, their harms? Yeah. When it's self that has compelled us to do this shit, that we've been driven by self, we've been imposed by self. Yeah. Yet where is the recognition of the exact nature of the wrong? If we keep calling its manifestations ours, we're ignorant of the fact of the exact nature of the wrong. That's all. We're just humbly here putting it out. If the shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't, do whatever's helping you. Yeah. The point isn't to be right about this. The point is to open up to more relief. Yes. Because I don't see a huge amount of relief in my community a lot of the time. I don't. Yeah. If you're fucking in fear 30 years after, you know, being sober, something is stunting your ability to outgrow fear. Something must be there that's causing the same conditions to be the same conditions other than you're not drinking. Yeah. But you're living under the same conditions. Jeez. You know, in recovery, there's a part of the recovery where you're managing or participating in the managing of disease. And then there's a points where the problem does not exist for you anymore. Read it right on page 84. The problem does not exist for you anymore. And this has happened with no thought or effort on your part. Yeah. That's outgrowing something. It's not growing to be able to live with it. You outgrow it. You become a free range alcoholic. Yeah. These are possibilities. Why let the head put the ceiling to your recovery? Why? Why do you live? Why would you want to live a recovery given the dimensions by the self? Why would the problem define how far you can go in the solution? So this is the platform. We put this idea out, maybe do a short inventory. And then if you've been in AA a while and you're involved in the working steps five through nine, you're going to start seeing the value of step six and seven, because what's going to be revealed is going to be mostly about self. And you're going to turn that over to that higher power through step six and seven. So that energy that's been formed into some mutated fucking thing by self will be fucking freed from that form and be given a new form, which may enrich your day. Yeah. Which may bring you to be of maximum use to yourself and others. Yeah. So you'll be busy in the working steps. And usually after you do four through nine, what you're going to do a lot of is six and seven, because a lot of shit about what you're not is going to be revealed to you, the us. Yeah. Not to self. Self is going to be revealed to us. I don't need self-knowledge. It avails us nothing. I need knowledge of self. Yeah. So if this works for you, or if you feel something about it, follow that feeling, follow that inclination, inclination, yeah, and see how your how what new light is brought to the program of recovery through recognizing maybe this is the a clear diagnosis of the exact nature of the problem, which is a foreign entity seems to have, have taken over the system, and we're living on self will instead of our will or us will or God's will, we're living on self's will. And he basically says any life on, run on self will is hardly going to be a success. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
the steps are sound. Everything is incredible in the program. It is. It's an incredible way of life if you're really an addict or an alcoholic. Even if you're not, it would work for a lot of everybody, really. But it's just a sound program. But What's going to really open up the ability to be relieved, I feel, is the correct diagnosis of the problem. Yeah. And if you keep calling yourself the problem, trying to become the solution, that's a big problem, in my view. Yeah. So I had a gift. I saw it as something other than me. That's never changed. That happened a long time ago. I was open for any new revised solution. Nothing's come. Yeah. 35 years. <laughs> you know, there's a story. If you see self as a parasitical movement, it's the story about the lady who saves the snake. Yeah. And gets little like eye drop and feeds it and gets a little cuts a little down comforter for it makes a nice little bed in the box makes it warm does it for a few days decides it's starting to feel better takes it out starts walking around and the snake bites her and so she's really surprised because she's been very nice to the snake she's bent over backwards to make the snake comfortable yeah She's changed her life to fit around the snake, and yet the snake bites her. So she asks the snake, why did you bite me? And the snake says, I'm a snake. Yeah, that's my nature, bro. <laughs> well, see what you're dealing with. Do you think you're going to re rehabilitate self? You think you're going to make it an amigo? When people go back and use after 20, weird, 20 years, what propelled them to do that? Was it self-will? Was it self? I bet you it was. The self said, oh, it's been a long time. You can probably do something. You know, it, this is boring. I need a little bit of zest. Let me take some wine. I like wine for dinner. I had an old, my first girlfriend in recovery was a match made in AA hell, six months and three months. Uh, she went out after 20 years. She wrote a book on codependency. She was a very bright person, had a lot of sponsees, 20 years driving recovery. And then she decided to start drinking. And she was still secretarying and stuff like that. And she decided not to tell anybody. And uh, she lost control of the reins, yeah? The horse went on a run. She was dragged back to incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. For eight years, she struggled in and out. She had the wherewithal to go to the best rehabs in America, this one in Arizona or something, she could hire people to be sober friends. She'd get roommates in her condominium who were sober in and out for eight freaking years. Yeah. She passed, she killed herself basically, drank with pills. I had seen her a little while before that. Uh, I went to the memorial and I knew her family from going out with her, that was years ago. And all her family members were happy that it was over, really. Can you imagine that? They weren't sad for the loss of their daughter or their sister. They had already gone through that for eight years. They had lost her eight years before. They were sort of happy that it was finally over. Can you imagine that? To lose someone when they're vertical still? Eight years, eight freaking years. Nothing worked. Yeah. 
I bet you that little voice that talked to her about taking that bite of the apple like Eve was like a snake, yes? Something there that had been dormant, but waiting for an opening, took the opportunity, led her to the, to the water, and she drank it. And then she couldn't stop drinking it, yeah? There's a whole, there, you could tell tons of stories about people with around 20 years going out. One of the biggest surprises they have is when that craving to drink appears again. They're totally blown away and they don't like meetings anymore. Yeah, it's unbelievable to watch. So yeah, make a friend of it. Let's see what happens, yeah. So if you get anything out of this, come back, yeah. Hopefully it will illuminate uh, the path of recovery. It has for me. And I live most every day. Well, the basis is the problem does not exist as me. And the experience is many days it does not exist for me. But the basis of recognition is the, the problem does not exist as me. Yeah, I am not that which has defeated me. I am not that, yeah? It's been great. It's been an incredible foundation. And uh, yeah, it's allowed me to travel lighter through whatever life has in store for me. Yeah. I've been able to travel lighter through life. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, you find some value in it. Yeah. And if you do, yeah, come back if you like. If it doesn't make any sense to you, I hope you find something that makes sense to you. As long as it can keep you sober today, I'm all for it, yeah? So thanks, Mickey. Thank you, Paul. Um, we have a hand already. Uh, Giselle has her hand up. <laughs> Hey, everybody, alcoholic, seeker, Paul, <laughs> you got me real good today. Um, and I keep coming back because I can't get enough of this. You are amazingly helping my recovery. Thank you. And thank you, everybody who's here. I was at 20 year plus eight year relapse. Mm. Um. And before that 20 years, I mean, and, you know, I was also the one that was caught slurring on the bench. I couldn't believe I did that. And I love what you said the other day about you could have put me in a torture chamber and I would never have done that. Um, before that 20 years, I was uh, using a lot of other substances and uh, I was crawling on the floor on all fours. <laughs> that really hit home with me today. And, and it affected me so much because there were so many other things that I did that I couldn't believe I did. But if I look at that example of being on the floor, crawling on the floor on all fours, you know, of course, with the, with the, um, you know, blinds all drawn because someone might be looking in, you know? Um, I was capable of, that's the parasitic nature of, of that self, my God. That really brought it home to me. Um, I don't have any questions, Paul. You know, um, even today, you know, someone ghosted me that was a good friend and I started getting upset about it. And I immediately brought it to six and seven and said, that's not my resentment. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the self's resentment. And I know, and I took it back, you know, to, um, you know, what's my attitude? Nobody can make me feel any way, any certain way, really, if my attitude is based on, on the infinite. 
Um, yeah. You know, I have to look at the ground rule and ask, ask the infinite to remove that need for attention um, for a particular reason, whatever it was that the self had for a long, 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 long time. You know, because all that shit is still in there. You know, and it and it it just it seems to grasp whatever it can these days. You know, it's like it's got tentacles all over the place because you know I'm doing the deal. Um, yes. I just want to say thank you. Well, thank really. you for the shares. Yeah, thank you, really, and everyone here. We all know what it's like to live under a tyranny. Yeah, we know what it's like to live under the tyranny, to see what is the tyranny sometimes escapes us, yeah? Because the, the thief is in the house, so to speak. It's talking to us as us during the day and the night, yeah? Who would suspect, who would think that what it's telling us is absurd and crazy or false evidence. Well, we do because of where it led us, yeah? I listen to the head like probably everyone else has listened to their head. But after a while, the head that I listened to showed its true colors, yes? And I saw it in all of its fucking nasty glory in a lot of ways. Yet I was powerless over it because... How can I escape what I think I am? Yeah. It's impossible to get out of the problem as the problem. Self can't get out of self. And I feel the head is in the act of being identified as self to the point that the us, we have forgotten us and we're living a life based on self. Yeah. And you want to call us the spiritual condition? I don't care. But just to see it as other than self is valuable to me. Yeah. So that was a very blurry line. And in my life, it needed to be defined. I had to see what I am and what I'm not. Yeah. Because if I keep taking what I'm not to be what I am, I cannot believe where it took me and I cannot believe where I've seen it take others. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you'll be wishing probably to die. The parasite doesn't want to leave, lose the host. It will keep it going on and on and on and on and on. It's fucking insane. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I wanted to die. I'm glad I didn't think of of drinking and taking narcotics at the same time. Yeah. I just didn't think about it. Yeah, well, if you keep doing getting loaded, it may lead to thinking about it. Well, yeah, I don't want to get loaded anymore. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't believe Wendy, this girl, felt like that the first night of going the back to drinking but she no, I didn't either years later yeah I wanted to die yes yeah Not, you know I asked for help and God had other ideas yes yeah I asked for help for the first time in my whole life and let's yeah yeah yes thank you Giselle yeah Yes, thank you, Giselle, and thank you, Paul. You know, I want, if there's no one here, oh, there's someone, so let's get them. Okie doke, here comes Edward from London. Hello, Edward. Hello, hi. Good to see you again. Yes. Um, yeah, just big thank you. Um, yeah, these meetings have really, really supported uh me um as awareness <laughs> not as the self um yeah and it, it's just amazing that you know whenever i hear you talk it's so clear and so obvious and then you know things just come back and then i get 
stuck in all this stuff. And this morning I was going for a walk and this very familiar feeling of the bondage of self, there's heaviness in the stomach and it's to do with me and it's mine. And then feeling a dismay at that. And then a different part of the self stepping in and going, oh, I've got to get out of it. And and both talking as me, you know, yeah. as you say, like selfing, which then implies a self. And I could, I was just watching it and I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> it's so, it's so, it's just mechanical. It's got its own little life in the mind. And the identification to it is just usually just so strong and so automatic. Um, and just that phrase that you have about the parasite was just so obvious. There's something inside me, or it's just an illusion in the mind, whatever, which is implying a self. And it was just, I just laughed in the park. Like <laughs> I wasn't wearing earphones, so it looked even weirder, you know? Um, yeah. Those little moments, you know, and um, that's all I wanted to say. Really. <laughs> it's just amazing. Well, thank you. That's the example of perhaps there's a better way. Is mm. that laughing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you're on the better way. You're not even looking for it at that point. You're already on mm. the better way. Yeah. <laughs> you start laughing. Yeah. It's hilarious when you're not under it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when it's under it, it's fucking pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization. If you. Yeah it and don't buy the product it's sort of hilarious it's like a weird <laughs> infomercial of, <laughs> but you haven't bought one of their products for years but you're still <laughs> subscribed to that channel <laughs> like trying to sell you hernia belts or something because you had yeah, yeah. Eight years before yeah yeah hernia now <laughs> get slapped in the face for free uh no no thanks no I <laughs> that's right really it's sort of like it has a lot of product it's got to get rid of it just keeps trying to dump it on yeah 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 it's but if taken seriously jesus christ oh my god fuck unbelievable yeah. unbelievable wow it's really mm. the that's it it's uh it's like hearing it or listening to it. Listening mm. to it is, is the active uh, identification as self. Hearing right. is the inactive identification as self. You're hearing it, but you're not listening to it. So mm. listening to it allows false evidence to start to appear real. Hearing it gives you a moment, a very, very seeming long mirror moment of seeing it as false evidence. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's just, uh, and what causes, let's say, uh, obsession with self would be the constant listening to it. Losing interest in self would be indicated by hearing it. Yeah. Mm. So the whole pivot of recovery is losing interest in self. Now, right. Self can't do that. That's the whole point. That's the warning that's necessary to be put out there because you may be trying to lose interest in self as self, which isn't mm. really avail you much. Except yeah. that it's going to fail you and there'll be value there, which is beautiful. Right. Perhaps there's a quicker way, which is to recognize that the, uh, like when you want to get out of self, there's there's traps you're, you're usually going to fall into, which is mm. the out will be a bigger in, really. So your being out of self will be a bigger in because you'll have a huge amount of anxiety. I'm going to go back to where I once was and it just goes off. Yeah. So mm. if you just do the program, it's going to bring about a loss of interest in self. That's one of its targets. Right. And uh, then all those things that they talk about uh, become available. You know, a conscious presence is felt, a new power flows in, you learn you can face life successfully. That all, that's, ex that's ex uh, descriptions after losing interest in self. They're, they're, they're reliant. Those expressions in your life are based on losing interest in self. Yeah. So mm. if you're interested in those effects, it'd be nice to realize 
it may be self that's interested in those effects, which is not going to be the loss of interest in self. Do you see? So you lose Insight. interest in self. How do you do that? Maybe service, you get examples of it there where you forget yeah. yourself and then you're involved with the people or the situation. And then you feel different and seemingly a lot better when you're out of self than you do when you're in self. So you, you now start having free samples so you can compare or at least have a, a diagnosis of when you seem to be in self. Yeah. Mm. And then AA has tons of things to do to bring you out of that ass of self. Yeah. Mm. Call someone yeah. else, be of help. And it, when if you're really up the ass of self concerning sexual shit, they say service is the key. Working with newcomers is the key. Yeah. So yeah. they have their, their, their suggestions are based on the depth of being up the ass of self. Yeah. So the suggestions is do this, go to a meeting. If you're really up the ass of self, help newcomers immediately. Mm. So basically the thing is to get used to being out of self so you can recognize a lot. Because when you're in self, the recognition is quite, quite cloudy. Yeah. So mm. you're out of it by service and stuff like that, by taking action. And then you have the, then you start recognizing it. Yeah. And you start recognizing that it's presenting false evidence. And you, a lot yeah. of clarity comes, but it comes when there's a loss of interest in self. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. As St. Francis said, you know, supposedly, you know, dying to the self, you're reborn. What would be dying to the self? It's losing interest in it. Yeah. Hmm. Lose interest in it. Yeah. And so uh, first tell the truth about. And that's the perhaps the better way. It says one way, which we is usually the case we're in when we're in addiction and alcoholism is. Trusting finite self. That's what's the basis of that addiction. Yeah. The, the solution is trusting the infinite. So basically, it's where trust is put in is going to produce an effect. Yeah. So faith in the finite self produces effects and faith in the infinite produces effects. Judge the tree by the fruit. Yeah. We've have enough mm -hmm. forbidden fucking uh overripe fruit from the fucking tree of self already yeah start telling the truth about the demonstrations of the new fruit yeah, yeah. because the self the head doesn't want to remember a miracle it wants to forget it in about five minutes it wants to remember a seeming slight for 50 years you cannot mm -hmm. it doesn't it has a preordained bias yes so the reliance on self, you're going to get a lot of false information about you, about others, about life, about your condition. And yes, it's, it's going to be way off. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, bro, I'm happy it's working for you. Yeah. And as you were touching on, just keeping it simple, you know, just keep on. Yeah, 10, 11, and 12 to get out there and yes, just do the thing and connect, you know. And it's amazing. Working it on you. Something's working yeah. on you. Instead of something working you over, there'll be something working on you. <laughs> Completely different. But that's the that's the position of us. Us, us is gonna manifest by the faith that where the faith is put in. So us as faith. If put into the finite self, we know what it produces. We're extreme examples of a life run on self-will. Yeah. Yeah. We're extreme examples, alcoholics and addicts. Yeah. That same faith or trust put into some other vehicle will produce completely different effects. Mm. It's based on uh, where our life is put in. So that's why they say, you know. Make a decision to turn your will in life over to the care of something, uh, you know, of a higher power, because it's been turned over to the care of a lower power. And we've have enough evidence and we've lived under that tyranny long enough. Yeah. All we need is some recognition of that lower power and maybe seeing it as not us will facilitate a being free from it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then. More and more, you'll be driven by the higher power. 
and your life will show the effects and you'll be able to enjoy peace of mind and you'll feel that new power flow in, you'll sense the presence of spirit. All these things are available, but not to that which is dependent or having faith in self. Yeah, so it's not difficult after a while. You can see the difference. It's almost like a different frequency. Even the radio mm. station, even the radio can tell the difference between a frequency, yeah? We're like a cognizant radio. So you can feel the vibration of self. You can. It usually mm. shortens the breath. You're fucking anxious because it always fails anyway. So you know shit's going to happen. And then yeah. when the other frequency is coming through, it's it's got a much different effect. You feel assured. Hey, it's really okay. Yes, let's, yeah, yeah. So mm. basically, you're a reaction, yeah, of something being put one way or the other, yeah. Your life is going to demonstrate a reaction of where faith has been put in, yeah, either faith in self or faith in higher power. Mm. Yeah. And then the expression is all called Paul and Jim, but really what happened was the faith that Paul represented has been now, instead of being put into self, it's being put into what's called the infinite, yeah? And right. now the effects of that are going to change Paul and Paul's life. Mm. Yeah. Where Paul can't change Paul's life, that's the admittance of powerlessness, yeah? It hasn't, I can change a lot, but it doesn't change a thing usually. It's the same old fucking same old. Right. Yeah. yeah. This, this thing, the program will induce a change, but it will be directed, which is growth. So it's going to bring you somewhere. You're going to outgrow a lot of shit and you're going to grow into some new shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That feeling of being worked worked on is so so mysterious and ineffable it's just like something bigger is happening here and i'm just in it and yeah. i try and keep it simple and in the day and um yeah <laughs> it's, it's amazing really <laughs> it's lovely it's a lovely intimacy yeah though not it's not tactile it truly is in a way but you're not getting it and grabbing it and having it but you're sensing it strongly. Yeah, exactly. And my, the, the kind of intellectual mind wants to like make it, wants to understand it and label it. And it just it can't do that. So, but I don't, I don't mind. I don't, I don't seem to care that much really. You know, it's like, it's fun sometimes to be like, what is this? Is it God? But then it's just like, ah, who cares? You know, that's right. <laughs> it's good to know when things are beyond your pay scale. That's the yeah. so you don't uh, <laughs> you lose the uh, the word why a lot in your life and you just sort yeah. of you know I mean there's trusting the process is like you feel like the driver is pretty good so you can rest and look out at the scenery mm -hmm. when yeah. self is driving you're ready for a fucking head-on collision so you're not really able to enjoy much and you're sitting there like like sometimes when my girlfriend's driving with me i can tell she has an imaginary brake on her side yeah yeah driving. she's in the act of driving and she's the most aware i ever see her is when she's in the car with me because it's, i want to get her like her fake like clutch and brake because her feet are pushing against the thing <laughs> That's I, I, sort of I, like a life driven when you're when you're viewing a life run on by self you're very fucking you're a very anxious fucking uh participant right <laughs> I, I i just watched by chance a short video of a young girl going down a zip wire and you just see the camera on her face like this and she yeah. starts off and she goes ah and then she goes, oh, 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 it's pretty fun. And then she gets scared again. She goes, ah, ah. <laughs> but she's being just pulled by the, the zip wire, you know, the, the reaction is like whatever the reaction is, you know. Yeah. Now the zip wire, if it was self, 
it would be the whole way. <laughs> and in yeah. this stiff wire of the higher power, yeah, it may be a little unusual and new, but then you right. just get absorbed in it. Yes. And then exactly. you, the zip wire yeah. continues on and on and on ad infinitum. Right. Yeah. You learn to enjoy the view. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah. it's, yeah, I'm telling you, I feel, uh, you know, I was struck sober. So mm -hmm. this, this way of life became, was, uh, triggered by the gift of sobriety. And I didn't get sober in AA. I've stayed sober in AA. Yeah. AA gave me a way of life to allow that miracle to extend for 35 years, where I probably would have forgotten it in a day or two if I went back right. to the same old, same old. So right. the gift was a twofold gift. I got whacked and then I was then I was introduced to a way of life that would extend that whack. That's unbelievable. Very mm. I have a lot, a lot of gratitude for that. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have worked if I just got whacked and had the, was in the same situation doing the same thing. I probably would have mm -hmm. forgotten it in a day or two. But that miracle has been extended by this way of life for 35 right. years. Pretty cool. I actually yeah. heard you say that exact thing about two years ago before I came in. And that, yeah. that helped me to stay in AA or to know before I came in that I would have to stay because you said you could have the best spiritual experience but you forget about it in, in a week you'll be drinking again if like you said you, you knew a real alcoholic if you're a real addict and a real alcoholic and that's not up to us to to no and if any no, no. but if you are you probably need a way of life to correct the misunderstandings because the action mm -hmm. figure it's it the tattoos it's walking around with are ink not henna yeah so you need a way of life for, for those ink tattoos to fade mm. yeah yeah i feel it yeah. in my own experience that's was necessary i couldn't a peak experience would be like a baby drowned in the tub in about an hour or two yeah i was the 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 undertow always sucked me under it was no matter what if you met God in form, it would have probably sucked under quickly. <laughs> it was. It had such a gravitational pull. It was like a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. So I needed uh, something struck me sober and then introduced me to a way of life. Pretty good, man. Right. Yeah. Incredible. So this isn't, uh, I'm not hoping this is on the money i've experienced it as being on the money yeah mm. i feel the relief uh, i really believe if the problem doesn't exist as you you'll have a lot of days where the problem does not exist for you right yeah yeah so uh yeah thanks bro it's nice to see you yeah thank you very much yeah thanks shine, shine on brightly bro yes <laughs> Great. Thanks, Edward. Thanks, Paul. Um, Al had his hand up. Al, are you still? Oh, it looks like Al left. I can't find Al. He probably needed permission to go to the bathroom, and <laughs> too much. He just ran out. So, well, he he totally left the atmosphere. He he left the system. It's okay. Anybody else want to raise your little virtual hand? We can stop, honey, too. When I can okay, stop. Okay, it looks like it looks like nobody's interested in coming on in. I just personally want to thank you for uh, putting words into uh what i've known as truth what i've known as reality yes great it can be helpful 
to be able to put, you know, put it into words. Yes. I, I, I totally believe you're carrying the message. Well, the point is the words carry the message. The words aren't the message though. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The message is something we share. Yeah. Exactly. It could be the less un, uh, less unsuspected inner resource or the more suspected inner resource, but there's an inner resource. <laughs> it's, it's all in our innermost, isn't it? Uh, within. Yeah. So it's just, uh, if you start seeing what you're not, you'll find out what you are. Yeah. Exactly. And a lot of time trying to know what you are, you'll find out what you are. Yeah. Really. And and uh I I went through the mechanics and and worked the steps as presented, uh, but it was it was it was not uh I I was identifying what I was still. Yes. And so I, I, I still couldn't allow myself to be free from self. Yes. Well, yeah, that to me was the linchpin to see it as foreign. I don't care and, if it's foreign or not. I care what works. And what works with me was seeing it as foreign. And when I saw it as foreign, a possibility entered my head that wasn't able to enter before, which was I can be free from it. So that's what I'm sharing. That's how it happened. Yeah, exactly. A possibility dawned on me that I could be free from it. And then I realized all my other possibilities had been defined by a bondage to it as I can be free as self. And that was an aspect of the bondage of self. It used freedom to bind us to its to self. Exactly. It became a fucking addiction in another way. So once I saw it as something other than me, the possibility of being free from it just was so pristinely available. And uh, it hasn't been made unavailable by all the fucking incantations of the self. Yeah. It just... It's always available at all times, right? We are right where we are. Nothing of our spiritual shine has been tarnished by all this yapping and shit. They're they're from they're in two different dimensions. One is in the dimensions of appearing, and the other is the dimension of reality. Yeah. That which yeah. is appearing in reality is not affecting reality unless reality wants it to affect it. That which is appearing in reality cannot affect reality unless reality, AKA Paul, wants it to, yeah? Exactly. So we give everything all the meaning it has. False evidence is false evidence, but here it can appear real. To who? Us, yeah? Right. We are the magicians, we are the alchemists, we are, we are making mountains out of molehills. We're doing this all fucking day while we're thinking, we, we're the demonstration of so much power, yet the obsession is about something else. It's amazing. It's amazing how powerful we are, that we give everything all the meaning it has. Mind boggling, yeah, it's just mind boggling. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to have a, a Zoom community or whatever and just to know everyone. And, it, it, you know, you have it by giving it away. It's very important to have this platform to share. Yeah. I don't want to write a book in an asylum. Yeah. You know, with jello stains and shit. So finds 30 years later. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have a platform to share. And uh, I don't have a dog in the hunt. You, you know, you want to think of whatever, it's fine. Just 
put it to a test, a five-minute test, do an inventory and stop calling them your resentment or your fear and see how it feels. Yeah. All right. Thanks. So let me say goodbye to everyone. Thank you. Okay. Mickey. It's you, been a uh, great pleasure and a great foundation of the Zoom, your presence. So um paul mike has his hand up do you have time for mike to come in uh yes quickly okay be quick mike mike that will determine if i'm available which mike is it mike <laughs> yeah him. dude bro i just every time you speak you read enforce what the the first especially the first three steps are i think such an important foundation for four through nine but I was thinking about what you were saying about crawling around on the floor, like that phenomenon of craving, that first half of the first half of step one, when I'm smoking crack there, I don't crawl around on floors when that craving's fucking not, not on me. Like I saw that so clearly again today that this thing will have me doing shit. And then with three years separated from drugs and alcohol, still being in self, that same thing tag teams me mentally and has me driving downtown LA to buy dope, even when I did not want to. And, and, and that all came together for me very clearly in step three, that being driven, driven. But you reinforce this thing that that's not who I am. And that I think is what kept me trying to get out of self with self using this, the big book as a self-help program but it's a spiritual program. And I, man, I just dig you, bro. Like everything you say, I relate to your story and I'm relating more and more to the experience now of, of moving away from this separate entity and not identifying with it. I just had to say that. Thanks, man. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It matters what's work. So this is how my head pictured it. It needed to see it as foreign. If you think it's a part of you, you better reconsider because it thinks it's all of you. So uh, <laughs> it's going to encroach on any land it gets introduced to. So, uh, yeah. So thanks. Thank you. And let's say Shannon B. from New Jersey. I'll be in New Jersey. In, uh, I'll be in New Jersey at Dover at the Milestone House giving talks Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Is that for Nicoletta? Yeah, for Nicoletta. And I Mike. know Nicoletta. This is my first time with you. I'm friends with Kurt Z. He's a good buddy of mine, and he he sent me over here. So. Oh, great. Well, I may be, uh, hopefully I'll be able to meet you there in Dover. Yeah. When's the, do you know the dates, Paul, or I can ask yeah, Nicoletta? 16th, 17th, and 18th, I think. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday is for alumni and, and residents. But Nicoletta could get you in, and Saturday, Sunday, it's public, so it's going to be, it. yeah, awesome. Thanks, bud. Be nice. I mean, nice to meet you. Likewise. We got Carolyn. Nice to see Carolyn. Yeah, she's got her hair up today. She's chilling out. Yeah. John from Florida. Jeff Pete down uh, down south on his bike. Looks like it's a little foggy in the morning down there today. Yes. It always burns off. Mia, she's somewhere. She's in San Diego. Yes, she seems. Yeah, I don't see any plane tickets around or. Okay, that's good. All right, honey. Alex and Jacob, I'm going to see you guys. So we'll talk whenever. Call me up when it gets there. I'll, I'm going to drive through the Hudson Valley, I guess. Or come down to Dover, too. It'll be fun. The people there are good. Joseph C. Nice always. Edward in London. Greg roaming around in the great outdoors. Roman in Germany. I got I, uh, Roman and we'll be uh, sitting on a bus together sooner or later. Yes. We got Kaiser from Minnesota. Nice to see you, Kaiser. J. J. A. from Canada. Chris, Chris B. I'm going to be running into Chris, I think, June. Dennis, Minnesota. Bruce, James Lebowski. One of my main men. Nice to see you, James. Thanks for dropping in. Oliver, another one of the main men. Berlin. 
Anne, Erica, 108. Yeah. Hallie, Amy. Amy's been with us a while. Thank you, Amy, for everything. Christine, again, thank you, Christine, showing up. Sena, A, thank you. Uh, let me go back to one. We've got Warren. We got Mike M. Michael Stacy, Walter, Mickey, thank you for the great job today, honey. Giselle, as always. Alex and Jacob, Jeff, these are folks. Okay, hey, listen, thank you, Bruce. I think I got Bruce, but if not, Bruce again. Thanks, everybody. Oh, Jessica, ah, from England. Formerly, I thought, was Scotland. All right, nice to see Jessica. And, uh, I recommend go to, there's a great elevator skit, the two Scottish people in the elevator, and it's like a voice control elevator. And the voice pro control programming can't understand what they're saying. So they're stuck in there for 15 minutes. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good, I think it's on YouTube. It's pretty funny. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. See you, Warren, everyone else. Yep.